welcome to the Womanomics Podcast. I am your co-host, Tierra Bryant. And I'm Corinne Jones. And we have a super dope special guest. If you are not following her, you are fooling yourselves. If you are not on her lives, you are missing gems. Please, 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 please introduce yourself. Our coach. This is our coach. Go ahead. So my name is Michelle Welch, and I am a time management, productivity, and strategic business management coach. And I teach all things on how to master your minutes so you can master millions and strategic planning for your business so that you can take it to the next level. That is what I do. Yes. And I'm the coach. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, we are so excited to have you here. You have, can I just say, like, we have joined the Thai Capital Mastermind, and this is how we met Coach Michelle. And the way that she pours into us every single morning, it's just like, get you a Coach Michelle. Seriously. <laughs> Period. You a coach Michelle. Period. She will have you together. Okay, productively producing. Okay. Mm -hmm. So first, our first question we love to ask, and because you have multiple businesses under your belt, we would love to know when did you know you could be an entrepreneur? Um. So the cool thing about my situation is I'm a second generation entrepreneur. Um. I actually grew up in business. My parents own daycares and cleaning companies. Ironically, I own a cleaning company as well, but I just grew up like from the time, if you saw my baby pictures from when I was a baby, I was in a playpen in my mom's office. Like I always was around that type of environment. So I knew very early on that like ownership was definitely on my path. Um, but I didn't understand how much I, I wanted that until I had my kids and I realized like I needed that freedom. But honestly, it was I was born into this. Like this was my my life from from the beginning. So <laughs> that's where it all started. Yeah, I think a lot of us are first generation entrepreneurs. So when it comes to mindset, for me, it's been a journey. Like you kind of transition from a job and you have that job nine to five mindset, and then you kind of learn through ups and downs and you get to a place that's more positive and productive for your business. But for you, because your mother was an entrepreneur. What mindset tools did she give you that you probably had a head start compared to other people? So my mom is, she's a Leo. She's, she's a lion. She's, urgh. so she always just instilled like, get the money, get the bag, like focus, like stay present, stay on top of it. Like she was really big because of the daycare and she always had employees. She's like, if I have to beg you, I'm not going to pay you. So she taught me like, you do the work and you don't stop doing the work and you get tired, you keep doing the work. Like she's the one that has inspired me. Like even when I don't want to push forward and I don't want to do things like she didn't raise a weak daughter. And I just saw my mom in so many different positions and adversities and just like going through business and times where money was great and things weren't so great. So she just always had the mindset, like it's going to get done or it's going to get done. There is no other option. So that's why I feel like even the passion that I have behind entrepreneurship, you guys hear the way I talk about business and, and all of that. It's like rooted in watching her bust her ass for years and not in a bad way, but my mom is a certified hustler. Like she got the bag, she flipped it, reversed it and showed other people how to do it. And so I commend her so much because not only did she instill business practices in me, but like she taught me how to operate with people. You know, there's good people, there's bad people. But at the end of the day, like you have to make sure you're vigilant and you understand where people are coming from. And she just she just the way her grace was in operating with money and like different 
And so she, the daycare was in not the best areas of Orlando. So we had like predominantly the majority of not the such great areas. So having to see her deal with those types of parents and those situations, it just showed me so much. So it's just like the mindset was something that was just like given, like it was just, it was there. Like you would see someone arguing with her and you would see her poise and how she handled it. And it was like, nothing got to her. No, she didn't like, nobody scared her. Nothing scared her. And even to this day, nothing scares her, but it's like that, that's what it was. It was just watching her in motion, watching her be a lion, watching her be a force. And her presence was so strong. People didn't try her. Her presence was so strong. And she had that like boundary and those things in place that it was like, you know, you knew to come correct. You knew not to, to mess with it. So I feel like her showing her strength and also allowing me to see how she handled different situations. It put me into the mindset to understand, like, there's nothing that I can't have. There's nothing or nobody, nobody can take anything away from me. And if you know who you are, no, there's nothing nobody can say to you because a lot of times as entrepreneurs, we get judged and people, Oh, you're doing this. I used to be called a maid and I tell them, Oh, I'm a maid. Yeah. I'm made M A D E. Don't play with me. Like, that's my mom coming out of me like, oh, I'm a maid. Yeah, just just give me a second. I'm a, I'm a boost up real quick. So it was just that perspective. It's just like you can't you can't fault me for following my dreams when you're not doing nothing that you want to do for yourself. You're still you know, and not that there's anything wrong with working for anybody, but you're not even trying to push the needle forward. So how dare you even think you can, you know, tell me that I'm wrong. So that mindset, just watching her, she like a bulldozer, like just straight through and listen. I came through like a wrecking ball. Like she, they call me Donna 2.0. <laughs> I love that. Yes, me too. And I love how you spoke about just having boundaries within, you know, your business. I think that's one of the things for me as an entrepreneur, especially first generation, I'm in my first year, I'm a woman, I'm in a business, I'm in a service-based business, right? So it's like, there's a lot of opportunities for us to, you know, really lack on creating boundaries or enforcing boundaries or even understanding what boundaries are necessary for us. So, you know, kind of what are, what is some advice that you would give for, you know, first time business owners, entrepreneurs on how to build, you know, boundaries within their business and really pay respect to, you know, who they are as the business owner. Definitely. So I think the biggest thing is when we transition from business owners, from from nine to five to business ownership, we tend to do it because of freedom, right? So yes, we have freedom, but you have to have structure. So the way you can create boundaries is having structure. When you leave the job, you don't necessarily leave a job. Like you're leaving your job, but you're going into your business and you have to run your business like it's a job, like it's a job for you until you get the discipline that you can say, you know what, this is the time that I'm going to work every day. This is what I'm going to do. You have to program yourself from nine to five. Don't call me. If it is not about money, if it is not about bettering my business or my situation, why are we on the phone right now? And it's so important to understand that because our family, they see that you have a business and they just think you're raking in the millions and you just got it all going on. And they're calling you every five minutes, wanting to talk and chat. And it's like, listen, I don't have time for this. I have time to produce in my business. I have time to talk to my clients, but I don't have time to sit here and chit chat with you. And it goes the same with friends. I used to have a friend that would call me every morning, like clockwork at seven in the morning. And I'm on the way to take my kids to school and I'm stopping my children from having conversations with me because I'm listening to my friend vent about all her problems. And not that I'm, I don't care, I do, 
But when we're talking about the same problems every single day in the same tone, in the same respect, now you're making me upset. Now I'm depressed. Now I have your problems on me. Right. I don't want none of that. And so we have to understand like our energetic boundaries, our business boundaries, our personal boundaries. It's just all about the bees. And when you have those things and you put them in place, listen, I work from nine to five. If you need me, send me a voice memo, send me a text message. Listen, my hours of operation are from eight to 12. If you need me, that's the time that you should be trying to contact me. I don't have people calling me at seven o'clock at night if it's not, you know, if I don't give them that permission or allow them to feel that that's okay. And sometimes I think as business owners, we want to thrive so quickly and we want people to like us so much that we're willing to break our boundaries down to say, you know what, if I make myself more available, they're going to want to come. If I put myself in this position, they're going to want to buy from me. No, they're not. That doesn't make a difference. All it does is make you upset because now you feel like you're overgiving and you're not getting anything back. And ultimately, what we have to remember is accountability. Nobody's told you to do all that. Nobody asked for all that. We have to remember, give people what they ask for. And ultimately, like I said on live earlier, your business does not run you. You run your business. So mm -hmm. instead of allowing clients to set the tone from the beginning, that's why I preach on foundation is so important because if you don't have strategy and structure with your foundation, guess what? You're going to have too much month and not enough money. You're going to have people walking all over you. You're going to want to pull your hair out because you're like, oh my gosh, I'm doing all of everything I'm supposed to do and they don't appreciate me. No, you don't appreciate you because nobody asked you to do all that. And it's the sad truth, but it's the same way with support. People, oh, they don't support me. Did you ask them to? Did you tell them how, which way you actually need the support? So it's like, sometimes we just need to learn how to vocalize and it all goes back to the same thing, you know, setting those boundaries, understanding what I want and what I don't want in my business. I talk about the to-do list and the to-don't list. It could be the same thing for your personal life and your business life. What are the things that you're willing to do when it comes to your business? What are the things that you're willing to negotiate? Not bend. We don't bend for anybody. What are we willing to negotiate on? And then what are the non-negotiables? This is not how you are not calling me before 10 a.m. I don't care who you are. That's just what it is. So when you set those precedents in place, not only does it allow people to respect your boundaries and your business, but you are respecting you. It is a you thing. It is, you know what? I value myself enough not to overwhelm myself. I value myself enough not to bring on unnecessary anxiety because I want to please everybody. Now, I'm going to please me. I'm the prize. I'm the good coach. I'm the good business owner. The people need what I have. And when I started to really understand that, I was like, listen, y'all going to get this number at this time. You schedule it at this time. And if you can't make it, then you better check next week. That's what I can do for you. And that's how I operate now because- you, I, I used to cut my hand and watch it bleed. And I'm like, I need help. No one sees it. But I wasn't really asking for help. And I was taking on too much that I could handle because I wanted to be, I'm a light. I love being there for everybody. But I had to take a step back to be there for me because I'm like, oh, I'm empty. Mm -hmm. You don't want to get to that point because I preach about burnout. And after my grandma passed away um, three months ago, I burnt out because I came right back to work two weeks after she passed away thinking like, this is the right thing to do. It was the wrong thing to do. And I had to work with my therapist two times harder to get myself back out of that space. And so now I'm like even more boundaries, y'all. Set them, put them up, build them as high as you want to because nobody gets to tell you what's right and wrong when it comes to your life. Yeah, thanks to you, Coach Michelle. Like you were the first person to tell me that I need to have operating hours and, and communicate that to my family. Like we have that for the public, you know, 
I wouldn't even answer my phone if a customer's calling me after the hours because I know that's the boundary. But when it comes to my family, I felt guilty because I'm. they know that I'm not in a job. I'm not sitting in a cubicle. I feel kind of bad. But people allow, I mean, you allow what people do and you can change that. So when you say, hey, set some hours and let everyone know and leave it right there. And that's exactly what I did. And it has it has changed things. So when my family call, it's either an emergency or they're testing the waters and, and I don't have to feel bad <laughs> about my time because now I realize the benefit of me having that structure, having that balance and having that focus outweighs the guilt or me needing to please people who are doing their own thing and would probably set the boundary for themselves if they needed it. So that has been a game changer for me. So thank you for that insight. Of course. Um, I wanted to know how you start your mornings. We talk about setting boundaries and having structure, but some people start their mornings laying in bed, scrolling the internet, and end up once their feet hit the floor, they're either toxic because they looked at everything that they think they're not, or they just did not do things that would be giving themselves deposits versus withdrawals. So I know the world is wanting to know, what do you do every morning? Okay, so you guys already know since I work with you one-on-one, I don't play about my piece. I do not wake up in the morning scrolling on no phone. I make sure that my legs actually work before I pick up my cell phone because listen, God is good, but stuff be happening, okay? So when I wake up, I wake up at five in the morning. It is a natural, like it's a discipline thing now. So even on the weekends and when I don't wanna wake up, I wake up at five in the morning and I pray and I meditate because ultimately like I wouldn't be where I'm at. I'm a very spiritual person. God is is my vessel. He is the one that brings the light out of me. And so I feel like I have to pay my homage to him every morning. I meditate. I make sure I set my intention for the day. And I think we we don't take it serious enough that like nobody can make you have a bad day. Nobody can shift your energy like at all. Absolutely not. And when you are grounded in yourself and you understand the power that you possess as a person, you understand that routine has everything to do with the success of of your day. And so I wake up at 5 a.m. I get in the shower. I do my prayer and meditation in the shower. So I'm in the shower probably for about 30 minutes and I get that out the way. I get out the shower, I get ready. And then I get downstairs and I start making breakfast. Then I get the boys up around like 6.30 and we eat together at the table. And when I tell you, I don't, like I'll touch my phone like to see if my mom texted me or, you know, whatever. But am I scrolling through emails? Am I like on Instagram? Like, like excessively? No, not at all. Because we have to understand that being mindful and being present in the moment is what allows us to understand how the day should go. When you're being present in someone else's life on social media, you can't gauge your own emotions. Because the thing is, is that we all have a little bit of empath in us. We all can see something on social media. Let's say, for example, when, you know, all the stuff that happens with all these celebrities and people get so invested in that. And it's just like, your life is nowhere where you want it to be, yet you know all of what you're you're mad at Deion Sanders for taking a $5 million contract. And what are you doing? Like, what are you really doing right now? So these think pieces that people come up with, I'm like, your piece is so disturbed based off of someone that doesn't even know you that you don't even know. And if you can allow yourself to go down that rabbit hole early in the morning, how do you really expect your day to plan out? So when I'm sitting at that table with my kids, I don't care about none of this. None of this matters to me. What matters is those two little boys and making sure that they have a peaceful morning, making sure we pray together, making sure that I'm setting the intention for them to have a good day at school. Like I'm very big on not disturbing their peace. 
Because why should I wake them up screaming and yelling and, and bombarding them with my business issues? And when I say bombarding them with my business issues, doing this and not paying attention to them and doing this and being on this early in the morning is removing their focus from the love and nurturing that they need for me to be their mother. And so when I realized the effect it was having on them, mom, why are you always on your phone? Uh-uh. Throw the phone away. I don't even care about it no more. That, that's all I needed was for my, when my children started identifying where I was falling apart, that's when I was like, listen, it's it's too obvious now. So I have breakfast with them, 6.30. Um, they get their uniforms on. I take them to school. I'm back home by like 8.15, 8.30. And that's when the real work starts. I usually make myself breakfast and I get on um, the computer around 9, 9.30. That's when my workday starts. Not when I wake up at five in the morning. It starts when I sit in this office. Because guess what? I run my business. My business does not run me. Nobody will make me move any faster from the routine that I have because that's the routine that I set for my business. So I get on the computer and now y'all already know I'm a brain dump queen. I do my, my time blocking, all that stuff on Sunday. So when I get ready for the week, I'm like, let's go. Like, what bag are we going to go get today? What are we going to do? What interviews do we got? And I work and I put my best foot forward. And the thing is, I work for four to six hours a day. Y'all already know I don't do all that long excessiveness. Now I am going to say something in this season that we're in right now, I am doing the long excessiveness because listen, 2023, I'm going to be a millionaire. So right. if I want to, to be that, I need to instill and make sure that everything I'm doing for the before this year ends is contributing to that. So there's going to be different seasons where obviously you're going to be a lot more present, but the the fact always remains that that morning routine, that five to eight 30, that's my time. That's my time with me and my kids. That's my time to be in my headspace to prepare for whatever's going to come throughout the day. And then when I'm done working, I then have to pick the boys up like around one or two. And y'all already know y'all have been on calls with me while I'm in the parent <laughs> pickup line and we just keep it going. And then when I get home, I'm doing homework with the boys. And then, you know, I, I spend time with them until cook dinner with them and everything. And then they go to bed at eight o'clock. So from eight o'clock to 11, I'm back in the office doing finishing courses, working with clients, putting out content, doing different things. So that's typically what my day looks like, but it's very intentional. I, I don't allow other people to alter what my day is doing. I don't do that because, you know, ultimately a lot of people are miserable. A lot of people are not happy with their life. And if we were to sit down and take offense to all the different things that people do, you'll never live in happiness or in peace. So I don't take things personal. I Like in all honesty, someone could say F you right now. And I'd be like, okay, like, I'm sorry you feel that way. I, I don't know why, but like, cool, like goodbye. I didn't know you yesterday and I won't know you tomorrow. It's not mm -hmm. a big deal. And we harp on, like we hold on to, well, they said this and they do that. And this person has this and this, that, that has nothing to do with you. And the sooner that we stop, like, just allowing internet and social media to invoke itself in our lives, wake, why are you waking up at five in the morning checking your email? I ask my clients that all the time. I'm like, what are you looking for? Did you send out a mass email the night before that's going to bring you some money? Are you expecting a very important email to come through? Like, I get it. Like, we, we operate, but you're a business. Check your email at 10 o'clock when you're sitting at your desk. Not at five in the morning when you're laying in bed and you already want to stress yourself out. You already want to start the programming of, I have all this stuff to do today. No, start in peace and end it in peace. I don't touch, like if I'm going to stay up until 11 or 12 at night, my phone goes away like at 1030 and I'm just on the computer or I'm just reading. Like 
I don't allow myself to get consumed in my phone anymore. And I think that's a really, really big thing for me. And, you know, the same thing with social media. I limit my time on social media. I have a social media manager. The most of the time, the stuff that's being posted, like I may throw a story here or there, but most of the stuff is not me. And people get feel some type of way I don't respond to messages. It's like, if you have my personal number and you're reaching out to me on social media and I'm not answering on social media, reach out to my personal number. Because nine times out of 10, you're just going to get an admin and she's not going to know what to tell you. So it's like, I have to tell people that like, I delegate in my business. I don't want to be on social media all day. I have an impact to make. I got things to really be doing. And it's just understanding the two, remove them from each other. Like your life should be grounded in peace. There is no reason why you cannot have a life of peace. It is a sole decision for you to sit and compare yourself to people on the internet. It is a sole decision to wake up at whatever time you wake up and lay in bed for an hour scrolling on the internet doing on TikTok. That is, those are choices that we make. And when you decide to choose better, you'll see the change in your life. You'll see that, you know what? This stuff doesn't matter. I would rather sit at the table with my kids and enjoy breakfast than go through my phone and see whatever is, I don't even know what's going on in the world. So that's how much, because I'm so far removed from it because it has nothing to do with me. What has to do with me is whatever's in this little bubble. And that's what I focus on. Mm -hmm. Here, did she snatch our edges? Yeah, I'm sorry, y'all. Y'all know when I go in, I go in. Like she always do. And it's like, now I don't even know where I want to go with it. You you spoke on literally so much that I think is like very important. So I'm a, I'm a jump on two that I did really resonated with me. One, you, I'm going to paraphrase it, but <clears throat> I also used to find myself like when I first get up in the morning, you know, we're looking online, we're looking at our phone, we're looking at our email. And um, we, like you said, we all have that empath, how you say it? Empath, so we all have empath in us. Yes, <laughs> already getting me early. But the point is, is that you know we really can take on what we see online—the good, the bad, the indifferent, the comparison, the I'm sad, the I'm waiting, the you know I'm saying all of these different things. And the one thing that I have been prioritizing, which has just shifted gears for me so much, is romanticizing my life. Mm, I like Romant that life and really just understanding that all of these like all of the challenges that I face all of that is a part of the journey and we have to make the journey beautiful we have to make it attractive in order to want to continue to go through it and to get you know where we want to get because a lot of the times we do find ourselves living other people's lives through this phone when social media is a great tool to get your life out there you know what I mean yourself like you said your light whatever gifts God has put in you anything that you possess is your opportunity to really put it out there. So, you know, I just wanted to talk a little bit about, you know, just that, just romanticizing your life. And it sounds like that's kind of a place that you're at as well, especially speaking about making sure you spend intentional time with your children and being present in your business in order to optimize the time that you want to allocate to it mm -hmm. and then still being able to transition and, you know, compartmentalize your business from you being a business owner, from you being a mom, a friend, a daughter, X, Y, and Z. So I would love to just get a little conversation going about that. Just with what's that, what, what benefits has that given you mentally? It's given me so much peace. Like when I tell y'all like the amount of peace that I have, like there's nothing 
There's no amount of money because I, I've come from a space of always working in chaos because I always had to figure things out on my own. And after my grandma passed away, a shift happened in my life, like a very, very major shift. And I had to really embrace it because grief is such a nasty game sometimes. Like it can really take you out. So I had to heal myself while learning that I deserve a soft life, that soft life everyone talks about. I deserve that. I deserve to be understood. I deserve to be valued. And I couldn't ask for any of that until I did it for myself. Mm -hmm. And that's why I had to take a break and I had to take a step back and say, you know what? I'm putting in all this work and I love to work and I love what I do, but not at the detriment of me feeling empty. I can't do that anymore. And so what what romanticizing my life has allowed me to do is it's allowed me to open myself up to be poured into. And so I can gladly, happily say like, I'm, you know, dating this man that's amazing, that he's everything that I want, that I wish for in the showers, that I would meditate on, like every quality, like when you become intentional about your life, I manifested the man of my dreams and I'm like, oh my God. And when you think about I'm manifesting the wonderful mother that I want to be to my children and I've manifested, you know, the, the peace in my business because Without peace, there's no clarity. And I didn't understand that until my grandma passed away. I didn't understand that the maturity, and I preach it all the time, there's so much maturity and slowing down. And you need to slow down so that you can have the opportunity to smell your own roses. You can have the opportunity to say, you know what? I deserve this. I deserve to have peace in my business. I deserve to have a man that loves me and supports me and is my cheerleader and pushes me to be the greatest version of myself. Why can't I have any of this? And I realized that like, I'm a very controlling person. Y'all know me. Like I love to talk. I love to be on it, but I had to learn to take a step back because although I'm spiritual and I'm obedient and all that, I still was like, no, I don't want to let go of control. And when (laughs) I surrendered, when I surrendered, the peace came so easily, everything flows. And so what I can say is like, surrender to the process. It may be really, really hard. Like, I get it. You know, like we all go through seasons. There's going to be seasons where you're making the most money you've ever made. And then there's seasons where you're like, I don't know how I'm going to pay my rent. And it happens. And it's the beauty of the journey. And what that does is, yeah, it's stressful, but it allows you to see where you need to take care of certain parts of your life. If you don't have trials and tribulations, you're not going to know what's working and what's not working for you. And the way I was operating and before, it was working to an extent. But I was missing something. I was missing the supportive partner. You know, as being a strong-willed alpha woman, I need that love and nurturing. I don't want to come home and have to keep my armor on. I don't want to have to be like that all the time. And yes, I'm a boss-ass mom killing it. But I also want to be a boss-ass girlfriend being loved on. And I also want to have good-ass friends where we can have moments together. And it's not always about working. And it's not always about the next play. Yeah, the money matters. But none of it, none of that brings happiness if you're not happy. I don't want to make all this money and I'm not spending it because I want to make sure that I'm still running the play. F the play, okay? Mm-hmm. I want to be happy. And when I realized that, you know what, there's no amount of money that's going to bring me the type of happiness that I'm truly seeking, I then realized like, you know what? No, that's not, I I don't just want to be posting on Instagram that I want a soft life. I want to embody that in everything that I do. I want to, whether I'm in the shower and I'm just 
scrubbing and I'm just feeling and I'm just feeling good about myself or whether I decide to put makeup on and take a couple pictures because I feel beautiful like I'm in the moment I'm intentionally loving on myself I'm intentionally giving myself the things that I want and the universe is bringing it all in so romanticize everything if you want to be a millionaire I have this check written for myself for 2023 it is a 2.5 million dollar check yes might not be real but I'm gonna cash this in my name this is gonna be me for all your hard work and dedication and I take it a step further I have money all over my house I keep money everywhere because you know what money is me money comes and it flows and it's a tool and it's not anything that's to make me upset or sad it's it's not even to make me happy it's to help me get to the point of where I need to be my peace is inner my peace and my happiness doesn't come from this because this is here and I can still be upset. I can still be mad. That's why I say like, people can't make me have a bad day. You can't put your energy on me because guess what? I know who I am. I know that I want to live in my bubble of peace. And when you get a taste of romanticizing your life in a way that you see it coming to fruition, you won't go back. I, I'm not going back. I don't want, no, 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 it's okay. I would rather move forward knowing that, you know what? I did my best. My intentions are always pure. That's one thing about me. Nobody could ever say that my heart has not been in the right place to help anybody. And that ultimately, if somebody is supposed to be on a path that I'm supposed to touch them, they're going to be there. I don't need to seek it out anymore because the people that are meant to hear my voice, they come. And it's all about what you said, romanticizing what you want. I'm the Oprah of productivity. So guess what? The Oprah productivity is is booked. I'm getting booked for people to hear my voice. And I set that intention and it's happening. And I just think it's so important to like drop this like persona of I got to do it all. I got to be it all. I got to do it by myself. I got to be the strong woman. No, I don't. I don't. And I'm not going to, because guess what? I'm a beautiful, intelligent, smart, charismatic woman. Like I have it all. And until I realize that about me, myself everyone else was telling me but I was like now I'm like yeah I know and it's not out of being cocky you know how long it took for me to get to this point even now six years later even now being at the point that I'm at I don't have it all figured out but you know what my thoughts the things that I want the the actions that I take based off of the things I'm romanticizing I can't say that I want a good man I want this kind of man and I'm not going out and I'm not listen Answer your DMs, because that's where he was. He was in my DMs, <laughs> and I'm in love. So I don't know what to tell y'all, but y'all need to, you know what I'm saying? So it's just like, if you want it, don't close yourself off because it doesn't look like what you think it should look like. You can put something into the universe and say, I want this and I want that. And it'll come in a way that may not, you may not have visually thought, but it's everything that you ever hoped for. And that's not just with a man, that's with your business. That's with everything. If you want your business to be a six-figure business, a multi-six-figure business, then that's what you speak on it every day. You don't speak on being booked and busy. You don't speak on, well, why don't I have enough clients? The clients are gonna come. I have faith that the clients are gonna come. The money is gonna come. I have faith that it's gonna happen. We can't be out here, you know, wanting a soft life and romanticizing our life, but still being like, wait, but it's not going to happen. But I have a soft life. You got to stop playing in God's face like that. Because now he's like, well, what do you want? Do you want the chaos or do you want the clarity? And listen, I cashed out the chaos. I don't want it no more. If you bring me chaos, y'all, guess what's my best friend now? Blocked. 
<laughs> you won't like when I tell you I fought for peace and you guys know me on a personal level like my grandma's death put me in a place that I've never been before and by the grace of God I I'm okay now and I didn't realize how dark and how deep down it took me until like one day I was like whoa no this is not okay and I just re I felt myself slipping really really hard back into depression and it's just like in the in the six years that I've been in the entrepreneurship, I've had three really, really bad depressive episodes. One of them where I actually had to go to the hospital and the other ones where I just like my mom and dad had to help me and they had to take the kids because I couldn't handle it anymore. And I promised myself on my grandma, like, Wayla, I'm not doing this. Like you're with me. I'm okay. We don't need to go down this road anymore. And that's when I made the choice to choose peace over everything. And so whether it was a client that you want to talk shit about me, I don't care. I'm choosing my peace. I'm not going to allow you to make me feel wrong for needing time and space. I can't, you, you know, you can only be so much for people, but you got to be that for yourself. And so heavily romanticized. You want that love story? Write it in your mind. Write it down. I wrote down the love story I have. And this man is so obsessed with me. And I absolutely <laughs> live in my skin, please. Like, I love it. And it's just like, you can have what you want. And I realize that now. And it makes me want to cry because for so long, I felt like I had to fight so hard just to get what I wanted. Yeah. And it's just like, it comes so easy. And we make it so much more harder than it needs to be. Yeah. And, you know, it's just one thing. It's just like, if you believe that you deserve that, you'll have it. And it's that simple. And so romanticize it, romanticize the dates, romanticize the, the six figure clients coming in, romanticize the children that you don't have yet that are just so perfect for you. Think about all of that, journal it out, write it out, make it, make it real. And it doesn't have to make sense to anybody. I don't, I'm dating a 25 year old. I'm 30. I don't care. I'm living my best life. My best care. life. Okay. <laughs> like, I've worked so hard. I deserve. Yeah. And now I don't tell nobody about none of my business. And guess what? I'm happy. And mm -hmm. I'm talking about on a level of relationships, children, business, keep that stuff to yourself. Unless it's 100% necessary for you to vent to somebody, vent to God, vent. You are the only person that can give you a solution. Yep. People like to listen to your problems, but can anybody, you know, I mean, I can help y'all, you know, I'm different, <laughs> but like all the other nonsense, <laughs> it, you, it's here today, gone tomorrow. You really have to focus on what you want like for 2023 it's our jordan year i say that all the time it's the year that you're going to hit barriers in your business and your personal life that you've never seen before like the unimaginable is going to happen for you and if you don't believe that it's not going to happen it's just going to be another repetitive year of i should have done this nah we're not going to mm -hmm. have that anymore it's mm -hmm. you know what i deserve this life it's not even that i want a soft life i deserve it i'm having it it's mine and you're going to have to pry it out of my hands mm -hmm. if you think you're going to remove me from this piece. It's just so important. And that's why I'm in this new space now. I'm glowing and I'm happy. And mm -hmm. I'm like, you can't take me out. Like, I don't care. Like, it is what it is. Hmm. Thank yeah. you so much for that. Like, I needed that this morning. Ooh, I really girl. needed that. Yeah. <laughs> you got wow. me. Yeah. I take no, I cry. Corinne, no, I do not cry. You got me there. At, at all, period. It's the first time I ever saw you cry. <laughs> so, so my our final question, and I think I kind of already know the answer, but I just want you to share it. Like, what legacy do you want to leave to the world? That's good. I didn't mean to cry. I know. That was good. We mm -hmm. never had that before. That was good. 
Because I was thinking about it the entire time you were talking. Like it's it's we we want the money, but it's not about the money. You know, we want all these things, but underneath all of that, it's not even about the stuff we we, we want to enjoy life. But it's something deeper than that. And I, I know that you know that. That's why you go after things in the way that you do, and you're so transparent. So I just want the world to hear what legacy you want to leave, and it'll inspire them to go deep like you. I think the biggest thing for me with like when it comes to legacy is like obviously my children because I have I have two boys and you know they're going to carry out whatever I set forth but ultimately for me when people think of me in a legacy standpoint I want them to see me and say you know what I see her I see her light and I see how authentic she is I see her transparency I don't just come on the internet and tell people my business just to tell people what's going on it's because when I started and I'm, I've been a single mom for 10 years. And when I started business, when my son, my second son was born, I felt like I had no purpose for anything. I just felt like a deadbeat mom. I felt like I couldn't take care of my kids. And I lit something in myself to say, I'm better than this. Like I'm more than this. I had nothing. I literally had to use my son's piggy bank to buy my other son diapers. And now when I look back at that girl from 2017, the 2022 version, she's like, she can't even understand. She can't fathom it because I was in such a low place. And I want people to see me and say she did it. Mm -hmm. I beat all, I, I don't even have a college degree. I couldn't even pass college algebra. School was not never for me. And doing this, I have two kids that I take care of by myself. And my family that I help and all of these things that I do and I do it with such grace with my head held high. And it's like, I want people to see my legacies. She never gave up. No matter what, I've taken losses that nobody knows about. I've gone through things in my life that are in my book because I have a book coming out. It's called Coming Clean from May to May. And it's like, it's, it's real. I, I like that. I fought, <laughs> yes, I fought for this legacy that people are going to see. I fought to be able to be on these platforms and for people to hear my voice. I fought for that. And when I say fought, those hours, I used to scrub toilets for 16 hours a day. People would judge me, literally telling me, oh, you're a maid. That, that's not that's not honest. That's not um, admirable work. Are you kidding me? I'm taking care of my kids. I'm making two, three, four, five thousand dollars $5,000 in a week. Couldn't even do that at a job. And you're telling me that what I'm not doing is not good enough? How many people cut me down because I have a pretty face? Cut me down because I'm a woman. Cut me down because I don't have the credentials and the degree. I don't need that shit. Look at my resume. Look at the people I've worked with. Look at the people who co-signed me. Look at the, the, the hundreds and thousands of dollars that I've bought into other businesses. Let's talk about legacy. Let's talk about it. And so when people hear Michelle Welch, it's going to come with so much impact. She helps single mothers, single fathers. She helps women regain their confidence she helped people men grown men understand the concept of operating a business in in the proper way she changed the trajectory of people's lives i'm not just a coach i change people's lives for a living whether it be me come them coming on live and just hearing a word that they need to keep pushing forward or whether you work with me one-on-one -on -one, your life is going to change when you work with me and i stand firm on that i don't let nobody play about that because what I do, I invest my heart into it. This is not just a check for me. Because if it was, I could go get a job right now making $180,000 and I wouldn't have to stress out. 
I do this because I want to help the next person realize their potential and take that to the next level. My legacy is set in the fact that I change people's lives for a living. I will be known. If I was to die tomorrow, knock on wood, my legacy will be set that she did everything she could to help anybody that came across her path. And I stand on that 100%. Nobody that has ever come to me has ever left empty. Never. Not one person. If they say that, they're lying. Dead ass. They're li you're lying. Because whether it was <laughs> I put you on a money play, whether I changed your mindset, whether I loved on you and made you feel important or made you feel, but I changed you in some way. And that's my legacy. I change lives for a living. It's, it's deeper than just being Coach Michelle. It's way deeper than that. And me, I already know. God got my back. Like, he done spun the block. He makes sure that I have what I need. But this light is not going nowhere. You can't contain somebody like me. And it's only going to get bigger. I'm turned. Like, it's over now. Now I'm on stages. Now they're paying, They're flying me out to go tell my legacy to everybody. Whether I'm preaching on productivity, changing lives. Whether I'm teaching on how I became a better mother, changing lives. Whether I'm teaching on how to put more processes in your business, I'm changing lives. You're making money. That changes lives. You have freedom. That changes lives. So my legacy is rooted in I change lives for a living. And that's, you know what's funny? Now when people ask me what I do for a living, that's what I tell them. I change lives for a living. Let me know what you need and I'll let you know how I'm going to change your life. As simple as that, my legacy will always go down as Michelle Welch was the number one person that was helping, that was there, that understood the struggle because nobody helped me when I was coming up. Nobody wanted to be that person for me. So guess what? God put it in me to be that person for everybody, for any soul that comes across my path. You're, if you need help, I don't care if you can't pay me. I don't, I'm going to help you. I personally don't feel that money should stop you from being able to pour into somebody because it takes five minutes to change someone's life. Literally, you can literally give someone a hug, give them a good word, and that can stay with them forever. Mm -hmm. And so I pride myself on being not only a kind person, but being a giving person. And as even though it's been sometimes to the detriment of myself, I'm always going to be full because my provider is different. Where mm -hmm. I get my source runs different. So it's like knowing that and knowing and being in alignment, my legacy is lit. Whether it comes down to my children and they're running all my multi-million dollar businesses or whether it's me on a statue because I didn't change something and develop something, it doesn't matter. I'm here for a reason and ain't no one been able to stop me yet. So let's keep it going because listen, this light, this little light of mine, hey, hey. I'm going to let it shine. Hey. And that's all that, that's what it comes down to. That's what it comes down to. That is my legacy. And listen, Michelle Welch, I said it five Six years ago in an interview, I was like, in five years, y'all are going to know who Michelle Welch is. Wow. And we do. Yeah. And, we and, do. It is, and like I said, this loud voice is only going to get louder and it's only going to be bigger and it's only going to get better. And I'm not stopping because people need what I have, whether you whether they think they need it or not. I bet you sit in a room with me and you'll understand why I'm here. That's a, she said, my legacy is lit. I love that. Can we get that on a, a t-shirt? Oh, don't worry, product line coming out 2023. <laughs> don't worry, it's already in motion. All them sayings I be saying. Mm -hmm. yeah, it's, put it's, them out. <laughs> it's lit. I love it. I mean, I, you ain't tell no lie. You ain't tell no lie. I mean, we experience you in so many different ways. 
from your life. I'm just talking about our personal experience from lives, from being in the mastermind, from working with you one-on-one, being a part of your group coaching program, being able to text you. Like, it's just no way that, you know, you're not going to be impacted by someone who possesses what you possess. So I want to say this, and we're going to wrap it up. What are some tools, some mindset tools that you can give some of our watchers, our listeners to add to their toolbox to be more productive and to really just be a boss, like just be a boss, be, be, be their own light, be a light for their business, be a light for themselves and people around them. But really just those mindset tools, what, what, what you got for us? Okay, so number one, obviously I'm a time management productivity, get down to what that actually means, productively producing, understanding what you need to accomplish the things in your day, whether it be a to-do list, time blocking, day theming, number one. Number two, get into alignment with who you are. When you know who you are, everything comes a lot easier because when you're in alignment, you don't allow yourself to stray off track. When you're in alignment, like if something doesn't resonate with what you're trying to do, you're not gonna do it because it doesn't make sense for you to do it. And I just firmly believe that like when you're focused on yourself and growing your life, you can't be focused on helping other people to like to, to just benefit them. It has to be a fair energy exchange, like always. So I'm very big on like, okay, I definitely, I'll love to be on the podcast. Is this a podcast that I like, you know, is it going to help me and grow my, like, I'm not going to be on a tech-based podcast. I mean, talking about productivity, yes, but if they're going to be interviewing me about tech, I don't know nothing about that. That's not going to push my narrative. So it's like, we want to make sure that we're in alignment with self because when you know self, everything else just falls in line. You can't disturb someone's peace when they know who they are. Like you can't bother me because you don't know who you are. I know who I am and your little funky ass ain't gonna bother me none. So I don't care. And that's just, that's, those are the two things, productivity and knowing who you are. Get right with you, get right with God, but get right with you. And a lot, and what I mean by that is like, as a woman, we wear so many hats, whether it be, motherhood, whether it be entrepreneurship, business ownership, corporate life, husband, whatever that looks like, we wear a lot of hats and it picks at who we are. Michelle is Michelle. Coach Michelle is somebody. Mommy is somebody. Michelle, the daughter is somebody, but Michelle is an actual person. She's not, I am Michelle Welch, the internet person, the the Instagram. I am her, but I'm also my own person. Like I am my own, I'm a real woman. And I think sometimes people forget that and we forget that. So when you are in alignment with you, I mean, write down your goals, get down to the nitty gritty of what you want in your life, down to the man you want to date, down to the food you want to eat, down to the home you want. You really have to romanticize that because when you are in alignment with that, nothing can, nothing can bother you. Nothing can hurt you. You don't feel bad about saying no because it's not benefiting you. And if it's not benefiting you, why are you doing it? And so productivity know yourself, spend time with yourself. You know, I'm a, I'm a clingy person. I'm not going to lie. Like I'm like a stage five clinger. However, I also love being alone and not in a bad way, in a way of, I, I, I love my space and I love the, what I can cultivate when it's just me in my space. I love my children, but they need to go sometimes. Like y'all gotta, like I need, I need my own time. And when I sit in my space and I set myself up and I have my incense burning and I'm really like, I'm in that that vibe. I'm like, damn, this is what it feels like. And when I say this is what it feels like, this is what peace feels like. This is what 
knowing that I'm doing what God called me to do, not what everybody else wants me to do. Like when I can sit in that perfect peace and I understand, you know what? Things may not be perfect, but I know who I am. I know what I need to do to push the needle forward. And that's that's all that I'm concerned with at the end of the day. And so be productive, have your schedule, be on top of your time. Don't let anybody waste that. And don't let you waste that. And also meditate, pray, go do Pilates, go do yoga, get into yourself, like rip that shit apart and dig it out and really get to the, I was in therapy for like the last six weeks, two times a week, because I was that serious about, I don't want to feel the weight and not just the weight of my grandma's death. I don't want to feel the weight of the last 10 years of my life that I've, I've hidden and suppressed because I have to be a strong woman. I'm a strong woman, but not to, to me, for me, I'm strong, but not for everybody. I, I, being a strong woman is not how much weight I can bear. It's not at all. And so you have to know yourself. You're not going to, you're not going to put bricks on my back to see how much I can carry. You're not going to do that to me anymore. And I don't allow people to do that. So you got to know yourself and you have to be very firm on that. Those non-negotiables, Messing with me and trying to take me out of my space, that's a non-negotiable. You got to go. I don't care who you are. Look, I'll put my mom on timeout. Donna, I love you. She'll probably see this interview, but she can put on timeout too because sometimes she'd be just going overboard. And we don't, you you don't need that type of, like, I'd be like, mm, I don't need that right now. We're going to take a little bit of a break. We're going to calm down a little bit, right? So it's just, you have to set that up. And if people don't respect it, guess what? Those aren't your people. That's a fact. I will leave somebody in the dust. Now you have to, and it's just because of what you um, were saying just about being a strong woman. So there's this documentary, it's called In Our Mother's Garden. It's on Netflix. It is amazing, transformative. I mean, oh my gosh. But uh, in it, it just talks about like radical self-care and black women and just, you know, understanding our mothers and the generational trauma and things of that nature. But in it, it just spoke about how black women didn't, didn't have the what's the word I'm looking for ability to not survive like you know we had to really we had to always survive we didn't have the ability to indulge in self-care that's like um that's something that this generation can now take you know advantage of and a lot of times we feel bad about it because we're stuck in those like this strong black woman tropes that our parents that our mothers and our grandmothers had to identify with in order to survive mm -hmm. so we don't even you know realize that it's a luxury to even express any of these like self-care exercises or practices like yoga like uh meditation like prayer and things of that nature so <clears throat> i just love that you kind of highlighted that and i just want to encourage anybody who's listening to this like we don't have to be in survival mode all the time. We need that self-care mode in order to replenish us to get ready for survival mode, you know, and move to get out of survival mode and stay in like, you know, our peaceful, happy, joyous self. So thank you so much for sharing that. That was amazing. Corinne, you got anything? I'm still in church. I'm still okay. in church right now. <laughs> but I mean, I'm, I'm very, very grateful. And I just feel like this chat today was so super important because we all as entrepreneurs we're chasing the money we're chasing the opportunities every day is new we have a thousand things to do but what we're really chasing is ultimately peace yeah. we're chasing the feeling and it, and it comes in so many different forms we sometimes get lost but ultimately like when you got emotional saying like or you have peace 
that's what everyone wants. You know, you can be a millionaire and not have that. And that's what everyone wants. And so I'm just so honored to be in proximity to you. I'm super duper duper grateful. I'm so glad you came on our podcast. This is a dream. Thank you so much, Coach. I've been telling you, listen, audience, I've been telling them to put me on the podcast. Don't, <laughs> don't let them sit here and make it seem like it wasn't me. These are my girls. I absolutely adore and love them so much. And the thing is, is they've helped me so much more than they even understand. And as being their coach and, you know, allow like them allowing me to pour into them in the ways that I have, I'm grateful. And I just, I appreciate that you've opened up your life to me to allow me to help you through your trials. So it's, it's a, it's a two-way street here. Like I'm so grateful for you guys and, you know, to be poured into, I think that's a big thing. Like I'm, a, I'm accepting that now. I used to be like, Oh no, no, pour into me. Tell me how, <laughs> much tell me how much you love me and how much I've helped you because I don't see it for myself. I see that this is God's work. I don't even see it for me anymore. And I think that's when I realized like I'm on a different level now. Mm -hmm. I don't care about the validation because God is like cheering me on so hard. Like you got this. And I know I do. And I'm crying because I'm, I'm in a space where I'm finally happy with what I'm doing. And I understand like I invested and got my website redone. Like I did things that I, I wanted to, to show like, you know what? This is real. And I'm going to make it as real as pop romanticize it. I want it to, to be all of this. You go look at that website and it looks, I'm the Oprah Fantasy. It, it, it screams it. it. I love it. And it's like, do it and keep doing it. And I don't care how much money you have to invest. I don't care if you go for broke. Guess what? There will always be a way, always be a way. And I just, I love you guys so much. And thank you for allowing me to just come on here and be who I am because y'all didn't shut me up at what y'all know I could go for hours. But I would let me go. And I just appreciate that you allow me to be who I am. And I appreciate that so much. No, we need you and the people need you. So tell them where they can find you, how they can work with you, how they could just experience who you are so that they can transform their lives as well. I made it so, so easy for y'all. I am michellewelch.com. You can find me, my YouTube, my social media. You can work with me. I have new packages. I have better pricing. I have so many different things that will really allow you to help yourself. You know, I was very confused on some of the packages I wanted to keep and what I wanted to give away. And I came up with the perfect four things that I wanted. And I'm just so happy. So if you want to find me on Instagram, I am Michelle Welch. On my website, I am Michelle Welch. You can book me there. You can talk to me. You can send me information. And on top of that, y'all already know I'm a texter. So you guys can text me at 407-554-5133. You can text me podcast and I'll know where you guys came from. And listen, we get the productivity tips every day. I have conversations with people that are on my text list all day. Like they're like, is, is this really you talking? I'm like, yeah, <laughs> I promise you it's me. Um, sometimes my admin but when it comes down to answering questions about your business it's it's most definitely me so I love to connect with everyone y'all already know like I love giving out so please if you need help I am michellewelch.com and you might even turn into a client and you might level and boss your life up a little bit more mm -hmm. now my free gems do take you to church but for sure <laughs> get you you know to the pulpit okay it gets you to the top <laughs> <laughs> yes absolutely and i did check out your website and it is beautiful yes. I, so easy to navigate and it really just know, like so oh my God. It, it has like your whole personality like wrapped in one like as soon as you get in there you're like oh yeah she did this <laughs> 
my tech girl did it um I actually I actually had someone do my website um I wish I knew her name I have to find it so I could shout her out real quick because she sat with me for hours and out like hours to make sure it was everything that I wanted and she did not budge the day that I I actually put the website out I had like a glitch on it and she sat on the phone with me for three hours and we worked through it together um tech she did an excellent job looks beautiful amazing so her ig is tech direct designs and janae is phenomenal like when i tell you she does shopify and wix my website was built on wix and when she sent me the shell i cried i said i don't even care i'll make this go live this is so pretty that it's just and it embodied me i said i want everything prima prima being the prettiest like the classiest and she did her thing and i'm just so happy and you know, one big thing about brands, and this is the last gem I'll drop for 2023, if you want people to take you as a luxury, serious brand or whatever, whatever words you want to describe yourself, make sure you're giving off that experience. Make sure that if you're a high-end coach, make sure you look like you're a high-end coach. Make sure you're investing in yourself to be that person or to be that image because image matters. How many people go on social media and they see how many followers you have and see what your page looks like and they judge you off of that? Virtual real estate is a real thing. So invest in yourself all 2023 and invest yourself with me i am michellewatch.com <laughs> and that's it and that's so, it <laughs> well thank you guys so much for listening thank you so much michelle for coming in and like i said doing what you do baby can't nobody do it like you so we we really do appreciate you blessing us blessing this platform i know people are going to go crazy off of this because you just gave so much and we just want to thank you for being so transparent as well appreciate you so this is our sign off. Check us every woman on Mix Wednesday for a new episode. Peace, y'all. Bye. Podcast.